everybody. This is Dario Hunt from Living Life Fearless. Welcome back to another episode of the Music Files Podcast. Today's date is September 6, 2018. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Reese Walker. Say hello to everybody. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. This is the Music Files, Living Life Fearless. Uh, thank you. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. we got a lot of shit to talk about. It's been a while. But uh, yeah, we're about to chop it up. So, so it's been a minute. Um, for those that don't know, I have out of the country once again. I'm now in Belgium. So Mr. Jet Sutter. Yeah. My busy all that <laughs> up. Getting everything squared away and ready to go with that and training camp and stuff like that. So I haven't had personally time to podcast. Um Darice, you were in Nebraska visiting family. Yeah, I had a little family vacation, you know, had to go visit, you know, the aunts and uncles, my mom. It's like a it's almost like a family reunion basically. So I haven't been out there and like six years or so, so it's <laughs> yeah, been a minute. It's a long time. Yeah. So I mean, so yeah, so that's why we kind of been away. So I've just took a little hiatus, trying to get everything squared away on both ends. Uh, as you can see, still trying to figure out my recording here. <laughs> yeah. So, so the lighting might be a little off, and for those of you watching the podcast, but uh, we'll get that figured figured out here next time. <clears throat> For sure. Yeah, for those watching the podcast as well, I had to like switch it up for a second. Um, if you're wondering what's behind me, I don't remember everything. Oh, wait, no. This is my New York Times article. This is my art right here, <laughs> framed up. This is just a piece from Malik Bay from um, an art show at Jack Shaneman. And uh, Sarah has a photograph up here, and this is just like a... Yeah, different can't see, just can't see stuff. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Joe. So bear with us. We're gonna get this all together. But we're about to just hop right into the bullshit. Right uh, into the shits. For those of you heads up to everybody listening, this is gonna be a very hip hop oriented podcast, so if that's not your cup of tea, you can skip this one. But I don't even say the other genres. They have to they're not like hip hop. Hip hop always knows how to make headlines. Man, hip hop's making all the headlines. It doesn't matter if they're the dumbest or the, or or the the, the most. They're motivated. always they're, headlines. They're like everywhere. It's crazy. So what is going on? What is going on? What is going on? So we did not touch on this last time. Obviously, since we had this um, about two week break, um, but Nicki yeah. Minaj. We're just going to start with Pretty much Nicki Minaj. A tornado happened right after our last our last podcast. Basically, basically a whole <laughs> lot of people are in their feelings about one thing or another, um, and we're gonna just go ahead and jump right into it with Nicki Minaj. Um, yeah, let's start with the Queen. So before we get <laughs> to all the post album nonsense that she's been like getting into, yeah, we're just gonna talk about her album first, since we didn't get a chance to talk about that. I want to hear what your thoughts were on her project. Man, well, I mean, so we're talking about Nicki Minaj. It's, you know, for her, highly anticipated because I don't think I've really checked for a Nicki project in a long time. I think I probably missed her last album or two. It's been about and, four years. Yeah, I mean, so I don't even know. Like, when she did, like, a, a, a like, I don't know if it was, like, a reboot or a 2.5 or some weird, like, 
pink mixtape shit. Yeah, I don't know. I was confused and I just I just lost track. But yeah, so I was like, all right, Nicki coming with it. Wasn't too impressed with the singles. Everybody was like, Chun Li's dope. I was like, Chun Li's not enough for me. It was average. Uh, um, you know, the Little Wayne joint felt like a throwaway, but it made the album. Well, maybe not a throwaway. It felt like a mixtape joint that was decent, but it wasn't album quality. I don't say worthy. I just don't think it was album quality. I mean, Barbie <clears throat> Dreams. Was it Barbie? No. Barbie Things? Whichever song it was. Like oh, Barbie Tings. Yeah, that one didn't. Didn't even make that one. was a bonus cut. Yeah. So that was a bonus cut. Interesting. Um, the one she had with Drake and Lil Wayne way before that. Didn't even make it. Oh, yeah, for sure. But Drake didn't make the album. That was one thing I noticed immediately after well, listening to it. Yeah, that was a single that they were supposed to have together. It was so bad that. She just said fuck it and didn't put it on the album. Yeah. But still. No Drake on the album. Interesting. Eminem's on it. M is on it. We're going to get to him later. <laughs> okay. So, generally speaking, in terms of the music, I thought it was a decent album. It wasn't as bad. When I first listened to it, I remember thinking it's better than I thought it would be. But there's some things that I felt like were rushed and then I got mad that they were rushed because she pushed it back and like once it's out it like lives forever like that okay for example what do you think was rushed though um I think the I think all of the I think almost all of the feature songs were rushed I feel like all of the features felt oddly mixed like the weekend song, I felt like it was a miss. I felt like that would have been an amazing record that didn't didn't get like the final touches of production or something was wasn't there. It just it didn't work. But it was like it was great. Um the Sway Lee joint kinda didn't connect. What? No, Sway Lee's part is amazing. That's probably my favorite Chuck song. Sway, That's fire. probably the that's the only song that I really go back to, except for at the end of um, uh, Barbie Dreams. Uh, I like the last. I like when she does the like Roman Revenge type rap at the end of Barbie Dreams. Ganja Burns. Ganja Burns is dope, but she ruined it for me by tweeting that she wanted to fix Ganja Burn. <laughs> so I then I stopped that. liking what I liked about it. So she kind of progressively started ruining the album for me. I saw that the next day, though. That was literally like like Tiana after her album. Like, oh, you know, it felt like she was like, oh, I gotta, let, I can't let it go out like that. I'm going to fix the Ganja Burns and uh, the Sway Lee joint or something like that. And I was like, Those were both okay. dope to me. I was like, they are dope, but there's something that could have just, like, those, those are like bangers that needed just a, a touch of, Something like a digits. So, in comparison, basically, I asked somebody whose weekend feature was better, Travis's or, or Nikki's, and everyone says Travis's song is better. I mean, Travis's album was better, so. Yeah, but I'm just saying, that's one thing, too. It's just like the weekend featured on both of their albums, and that song is better on the other guys. That just helped me reinforce this whole thing that we're going to talk about later after this actual music talk but 
I liked I liked the creativity of Barbie Dreams. I thought that was dope. I like I liked how she included all the all the all the rappers and some of the funny shit she was saying about them. But um, yeah, Barbie Dreams was, was dope as hell. I was like, I, I normally I was, I was surprised. I normally hate flips of like classic songs, right. particularly like rap, since rap hasn't even been around that long to be flipping songs already. But and I especially don't want yeah. them flipping like iconic songs from people like Biggie and Pac and stuff like that. So I'm like really skeptical about, about flips like that. But when I heard hers, like I had, I, I, I was pleasantly surprised that it was actually dope and it actually turned out well, like really well compared to what I was. Oh yeah. I don't think anybody could do that well with that. No, she did it about as well as you possibly could. Yeah. Like, that's that's done. Nobody else can touch it no. now. Basically, please, no, nobody, like, please, no, no remixes, nobody. no, no. Yeah, that was the strongest reach. Then it was, and it, it, she hit it out of the park. Like that, honestly, is a major hit out of the park. It was, and I mean, you hear, I heard, I started hearing the clubs and on the radio, so that was like a really mm-hmm. good sign for her that one of her songs that she wasn't pushing like that at the time kind of right. resonated because I was pretty worried like oh these are your singles and nobody's really fucking with them that yeah. much like you want them like you would expect somebody of that that level to be fucking mm-hmm. with their singles and stuff and right but then I heard that and I was like okay well obviously there's more to it and I mean like you it was a lot better than I expected it would be mainly for me mm-hmm. because her rollout was so terrible. Like everything leading up to it just pointed signs to just a horrible. Oh movie. man, I was looking for the worst. Production. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be like why they push it back? It's not gonna make any sense. Like it's gonna be like." But no, like when all the singles are that bad and all the uh, stuff keeps getting pushed back, that just signs like people overthinking it, meddling in it. You know, changing this, changing that, and. You know, scrambling basically, and like that's never makes for like a good project. So I was like, I was definitely expecting this to be a horrible from her. But yeah, I think most people I talked to, the whole sentiment was pretty much like that. Like, oh, it was a lot better than I thought it would be. Yeah, I just thought after after my first two listens that something should have been like arranged differently, and then like. So, for example, that that dope rap part I was talking about at the end of Barbie Dreams, I feel like that should have been on the Majesty track with Eminem. It would have, like, thematically made sense because it just felt like she threw it on there. And it just, it was like, it made no sense. It doesn't even need to be on the song. It was an interlude, basically, attached to the song. I mean, do you think this album was better than Cardi B's album? Mm. Well, see, that's hard to say because Nicki wrote all the lyrics. <laughs> that's not the question, though. I know, but one artist, I can't compare an artist to uh, a brand. So, I mean, that's kind of my point. Like, I think musically, I she's think... on a completely different level than Cardi B, especially when it comes to rap. Like, yeah. there's a clear gap. Like, when you hear her rap and then when you hear Cardi rap, like, there's a clear gap. Like, Nikki still. Nikki raps circles around Cardi. Still, like, she's still up there with, like, not. I'm just, just comparing artists. her to herself. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm not comparing her to Cardi. Not just female artists. She's a lot better than a large majority of male artists out there when it comes to rapping and shit. Yeah. She definitely still has that part. And then I think her, just the quality of the songs that she can make is still higher than Cardi B's overall. But Cardi B just is so much more likable and has so much more personality Mm -hmm. that carries through to her music more than, than Nicki's does at this point. Yeah, it's just hard to like her. Is that she like makes things unlikable? I don't know. It's just well, like ooh, that brings me to the, my next point. Is that yeah, I liked the album. I thought it was actually a good album for her, but she kind of ruined that for me. Like immediately after, yeah, when she was like already kind of starting to win me back a little bit. Like okay, like at least the music is good. Right. Uh, her personality has been real shitty lately, but like, and then she started doing her own like little the Queen radio and. Bro, I was confused. I was and, like, like and I thought that was gonna be a one-time thing. No, it it's like every like week, a week or something like, like that. Two weeks, whatever a label paid basically to get her on there for like a week. It's a crazy while. bag. I mean, and instead of letting the music kind of speak for itself, she just went on a bunch of tirades and tried shit on everybody else's projects. Specifically, Travis Scott, which is like, yo, she's going, she's going ham at Travis right now. Talking about she wants to punch him, all types of shit. She called him the whole ass nigga of the week. Like she's like, right? She she calls him a whole ass because he sold his album with was it uh, concert tickets and t shirt t shirts t shirts bundles. But she no, oh that's what she did. She was selling her album with. Concert tickets. Yeah, she did the concert tickets. And he was doing meet and greets and t-shirts. And Mercy. she got mad at her for attaching his album to outside sales, but she was trying to do the same exact shit and still got also. Yeah, but her point is it wasn't t-shirts. She's like, she, he's selling t- fucking t-shirts and y'all are calling it an album sale. <laughs> but she was selling concert tickets with her and Future. Well, they still got to hear the music, technically. I mean, you know, like, at that point, it was just, like, you just showing how, why people It was a new like trick. It. The concert ticket, the concert ticket thing was, Taylor Swift already broke that bubble, so nobody was, was hurt about that. That was a regular, that's already regular practice, but. I mean, you can't be mad at somebody who can sell merch just because Nicki Minaj can't really sell merch like that, like. It wasn't even that. It was just Travis planned the merch rollout. Nicki Minaj didn't plan a rollout for her. Like the tour was her all rollout was up. shit. Travis like, Scott's rollout her was rollout perfect. Rollout was shit. Travis's rollout had like Virgil from fucking Kanye shit. Yeah, he like, had pop up shops. He had pop up like yeah, like his a, shit. It was, was super he themed. Let, like you see Travis Scott's head like a across the country. Head, like yo, like, come on. This is where the joints like blah 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 like there was he built anticipation with the with the rollout for that as well as the album like Nicki didn't do all of that so she's she's yelling at shit that she didn't even do like Travis put the work in he definitely did you know he took the brand his whole outside brand and put it together for the album which is why it sold like ridiculous numbers way more than I thought any Travis Scott album would be able to sell. I didn't know he was gonna. I didn't know he was gonna go gold so fast and then go platinum probably very quickly. Like, way more than any Travis guy I ever thought would sell. Like, I didn't know that he was that crossover. But I guess 
Yeah, like a million in in like I didn't think you'd have a million in his first month. No, like I was like, oh, maybe after like three or four months when it picks up, you know, he might break a million, and then like, nah. I mean, Travis out here. Do you think that's due? Do you, do you think that's due to the Kylie Jenner thing, or do you just think that like? I think it helps, but I think both of them helped each other rebrand. I think oh, one hundred percent rebrand. Kylie Jenner's so I been. Don't think Eating off of hip hop culture since she was like sixteen. So yeah, 15, I really. just low key. I just heard a Tiger uh, snippet where he was talking about putting her on I mean, all that shit. Well, Tiger was like he told her she needed to do that. Well, Tiger was on his pedal shit since she was like fifteen though. So like <laughs> exactly. But you saw what Kylie looked like before and what she looked like after Tiger. Yeah, Tiger, go get that ass in black. Go get them uh, boob yeah, implants. Go get them big lips. This black money. You, you got this. Go get those braids. Start putting you. braids in your hair and shit like that. Yeah. 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 So even when they broke up, she kept that slick talk, that that, that same energy. And then, boom, Travis. I, I, I just, straight up. I mean, I just don't get the, the Nikki shit. Like, she just sabotaged her whole, like, whatever she gained. Like, she basically Bro, just sabotaged really all that shit herself. Like, people What's don't want to fuck with her even more. A few people will, like, step out and, like, Defend her for like one of the moments, but then she'll create like it's like yay, it's like yay level almost. <laughs> like no, it is. This is like Kanye on stage though. This isn't like the new. This isn't like this past year. This is like Kanye two years ago when he was on the tour, like yelling at at the fans on. But do you know what the difference that, is? This is that. Hmm? But do you know what the difference is? Well, <laughs> Kanye makes classic music. So he gets a bass. <laughs> like he's got classics yeah. on under him. Like classic albums, classic True. production. Like it's a different level than she is. I don't think she's not at that level. Yeah, she's she not thinks she is. Level. But she's not she at that level where not. she can do that and get away she's for like not. he can. She's not. She's not even close. Cause that's like cause you're not like Drake level. Like you're not Like she's never had number one album in her career. So I don't really know what she's uh like yeah, crying about, yeah. honestly. Um, For real, I don't know. I think it was just all that slick talk, and then Cardi got her second number one, which is probably gonna go diamond. That uh, I Spanish like it song. like that, which is basically yeah. uh, Carlos Santana. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. The dog. That's every Cardi B song is somebody else's. That's song. literally his song, though. Like almost. Literally, except she's rapping on it. Bodak Yellow is Kodak Black's song. Oh, her first hit, facts. her first number one song is someone else's facts. song. Her second number one song is someone else's song. Facts. Like, there's a pattern here. So that's why when you ask me, like, Cardi or Nicki, I'm like, well, Cardi has two number one album, like, like songs, but she isn't doing a whole lot except, like, her personality. I will give her, her the Bodak one just because Kodak's not, like, no mainstream hit like that. I like it like that cover. That was, like, an international smash way back in the day. You know, yeah, been, a, been a smash. Like, I'll, still I'll play it to that day. for being an international smash already. So that makes so, sense. For sure. I mean... <laughs> Just the Nicki shit was annoying. Um, Just ruined it kind of for me. No, it's crazy, though. There's so much of this random, like, slick talk and all this weird shit. Well, yeah. I mean, my next point was definitely going to be Eminem, so. Well, perfect. Because Eminem was on Nicki's album. Now Eminem has an album. Wait. 
If you guys Kamikaze. don't know, if you've been sleeping under a rock, <laughs> Eminem has dropped a surprise album, Kamikaze. Surprise <laughs> album? Literally, at a surprise. Like, I had no, I, I was like, up and I thought it was fake. I was like, like wait, posting, Eminem? I, I thought it was a song that people were posting. I was like, okay, maybe right? dropped a like, song, whatever. Nah, a whole album? Oh, okay. Surprise, like... Surprise. A literal surprise drop, not one of those like you know it's coming and but yeah. you just don't know exactly when. Like this was nobody expected this to come. But you know what that said to me immediately? That he knew he fucked up with the last project. Just doing a surprise album less than a year later tells you, Oh yeah, my last effort wasn't good enough. Um <laughs> it definitely wasn't, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I gave it like when one has out him of five. ever done that in his life? I gave it. I gave it one out of five. But in his eyes, <laughs> his album revival was his album. But okay, but here's the thing: like, I think deep down he knows that, but he was won't admit it. And even on the album, he, keeps he doesn't admit it. it. He keeps like shitting on people for shitting on his album, yeah. which is cool. But at least be realistic about it. And don't be like, don't act like Revival was like this amazing project that people just didn't get. Like, nah, like, bro, like, I love rap. I love all the lyricism. I love all that shit. It just wasn't a good fucking album, bro. Like, I'm sorry. For real. When your remix to one of your songs was more like talking about anticipated than the actual song of the album, that's not a good sign, bro. So. I mean, like you said, if you've been living on the rock where you've been in a coma in the last like week, Eminem uh, is kind of back. Like, well, let's say Slim Shady is back. He basically just spazzed on the entire industry, including the media people. Yeah, he did. Not it's on one song, awkward. but on like about this project. seventy percent of the project, he did this. Yeah, it was weird. It was dope while I was first hearing it, but it was it, weird. It was, I mean, I love the energy, bro. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like I love. I'm here was, for all of it. Where, I'm here where for were all you? Of it. I'm just sitting album. back, just drinking, sipping like, my tea. Just, just, this is all we wanted, him. This is all we, all we wanted was this. If you I mean, quit this the first time, we wouldn't. We would have never. You would have never had to been like, oh, because of uh, uh, my last project, I tried to be more. Shut the fuck up, like. <laughs> <laughs> you gave us some trash. You were trying to be all pop. We fucking hated the pop shit. And then you gave us all bars. But you know why I know he knows this? Because he even has a skit about it from Paul Rosenberg talking about it. Oh my it. God. So, Dog, you think that was... Yeah, well, I don't know if Paul's part is a skit. That could have been a real voice. Nah, it's a skit. That's for sure it's a skit. Yeah. But... I mean, it might have been like a real conversation. I don't think Paul. I think well, I, no. I think he point. told Paul, like Paul. He was like, "Yo, Paul, I want to, I want to use that that voicemail you left me last week." Nah, I don't think so, because I don't think Paul would really question at this point in his career anything he's really doing. Um, because I mean, even as shit as revival was, I'm pretty sure it's still in platinum. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just hard calling to out names be like that. It's the calling out name um, thing. Yeah, but that's not that's nothing new for Eminem, bro. Like, but honestly, Paul Rosenberg, look, Eminem. That's where he kind of got his start, like really when he was calling I out names. So like, the it's only not like it's something new for him. Is because 
Eminem didn't say Drake's name. He was sending what everyone assumed were shots that were vague about ghostwriting. I don't even think it was about Drake, honestly, because he would have said his name, in my opinion. Well, Rosenberg said he had an issue with statements saying we weren't talking about Drake. He just said, oh, yeah, we weren't talking about Drake. He saw the hype and, and tried to be like, oh, just in case. Like they were I like, mean, like, like I said, I don't. Eminem was <laughs> not really the type of person who's been afraid to throw a direct shot, so I don't think it was even about Drake in the first place. I think, I mean, you yeah. can make, I can see why people would think that, but I, I personally don't think it was because he didn't say his name. But the ridiculous amount of people that he did say their name, Joe Buttons and Machine Gun Kelly got the worst. Um, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if he was gonna go at Joe like that, right? But because he technically he's still signed to you know Shady Records, yeah. But I guess he said, "Yeah, fuck you," and he definitely kind of went. I mean, I'm not gonna say he went OD on him, but he he threw some harsher bars at he him than I thought he would have. Something disrespectful enough for it not to be like all play play. But still funny, like he. But he 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 said it in a way where it was like "fuck you, guy," but not like "let's fight," you know. So it was like it was like fighting words, but not like "hey, Joe, let's start a beef," like you know. So like that in that regard, because no, I think he was pretty serious that about it. Type of insult before, and he doesn't care about that shit. But. For it to come from like your boss, basically, and like your label, yeah. at one point, peer, you don't it see that too often. Yeah. Well, it says a lot um, about him. I just don't know if that was a good idea. I don't know either, but I think that was the probably the worst decision was mentioning Joe. Out of everybody, Joe was probably the last person Eminem should have mentioned on the album. Why? Joe's not going to respond. Well, he's on not going to respond, but. You know, Eminem started, like he said on the album, like if I say, you know, their name, you know, like what you, you say my name, like win win for you. I say your name, lose lose for me, you know, and you get all the publicity. So, like, all the yeah, but then he name. went and considered you to name people, even named academics. So, like, so that's what I'm saying. And Charlamagne twice. So, he's not really sending shots if he's trying to give everybody publicity, right? Nah, he sent some shots, bro. Uh, he definitely came at Machine Gun Kelly's neck pretty He definitely tough. hates Machine Gun Kelly. He would, yeah. he, he hates him. He's sure. been holding on to that for years, and he definitely just let it go. I love uh, that, though. That was hilarious, man. Uh, can, we talk, can we talk about M on a uh, Take Heath beat, though? Bro, I was confused, and then he went in, and I loved it. I loved it all. That might be like my favorite song on the album. That shit. I was Especially shocked. Especially when like, the beat switches up and he starts really going in. I was like, oh my God. Man. I don't know. My favorite song is that Joiner song. Uh, That's tough too. Look. M- Yo, that Joiner like, Lucas song though. Oh my God. That's probably like one of the most realized songs on the album. Which one? They, the, um... Oh, what's it called? Lucky you, lucky you. Oh. In terms yeah. of just how they mirrored, they mirrored their uh, uh, intro to their verses, and like their verses started slow, sped up, like because they both hit that super high, 
but they did it like patterned with each other. So like they matched the the verses. I thought that was tight for the like, M to get this brand new guy who doesn't have a debut album on his shit that everyone knows is popping and like to do like an actual collaborative song instead of just like oh do a verse on my shit. So I thought that nah, was tight. It was dope. Uh, I mean, he did the same thing with Royce. Um, he did the same thing with Jesse Ray. Why wasn't Royce on Revival? Because it was a terrible album. Um, yeah, Royce probably said, nah, take me off of that shit. <laughs> I'm glad he wasn't. <laughs> Royce was like, nah, I don't want to be on Revival. <laughs> Actually, I think Royce said there was a Revival too, but because of the Revival response, they, they scrapped it, and Royce was supposed to be well, on the thank God. too. If that's what it takes, please, somebody trash this album too. So I think Eminem trash this album too, plan, please. I think M planned on putting out a second album this year, but he thought people would like Revival. So probably would I think it had more other bullshit. Whatever, let's trash this album so that we can get this M <laughs> once again for the next project. But this is what happened the last time he gave us a great album is he, he came back and apologized for trash. Yeah, it's relapse like, oh, and then sorry. we got recovery. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but I just don't understand how people can like who are still trying to say Eminem's washed up after listening to this. Like I'm not quite understanding that part of some people. It depends on what they mean. He's not washed, but like and what it depends way? on what they mean. What way? The only way I could see them saying that is in terms of content. Cause like what did you learn from this album? What have you ever learned from? A so that's what I'm saying in terms of M. Album. But that's what I'm saying is the argument. M doesn't give you things that like really like provide words to describe situations in real life. They're just really good like lyrical rhyme schemes that like address small things that like are just it's just really dope. It's just like lyrical. He's made a career off of basically shock rock. So I'm not understanding what content no, that's what people I'm saying. are talking think... about. He's always had certain songs that tell stories. Yes, like Clay yeah. on Closet Stand. I'm just saying it's blah, like... Blah. But those aren't the main true. parts of his album. They're just saying, I don't know, it's just hard. It's just hard to like... It almost it almost blends together. That's all. That's the only criticism. No, it's that's just a damned if you do... It's more of a exactly. damned if you do, damned well, if you don't, fam. Because... You rap. People say you weren't rapping. Oh, you lost it. And then you come back yeah. really just spitting crazy. And then it's like, oh, but where's the content? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Um, I mean, what do you want from a guy? Like, do you, you, he made it very clear from the beginning of the album that he was yeah, he's just, going I'm gonna, in. I'm going to say whatever comes project. to mind. Like, fuck it. Like, that he was very angry about certain things. I think that was perfect. That shit I loved that. Clearly. I loved the intro. That's, that's the what, hardest intro. And after uh, I'm like revival, I think that's that's a revival. There's really no other way you can come back. <laughs> well, like there's no way you can come back and do it well. <laughs> so, except for this. Except this, for this. this except is the this only way. way. No, literally, I uh, I had almost. This is the scorched earth approach. I'm just burning everything I mean, look, down. Fucking people, all. If if he would have not come out with music for two years, Eminem would have been washed. Like, if Revival was his last project and he just, like, faded out, like, we didn't hear anything, he would have been washed. But. Nah. Okay. But, like, listening to this, it just reinforces to me, like, 
he literally might be the greatest lyricist to get on a mic, like the greatest a, MC to he, get on a mic. He already broke the record for fastest word, like whatever the bullshit is, like for rap, like the, the quickness of like lyrics. He broke the record for that, like lyricist this year. Okay, but fastest? No, I'm pretty sure that was twisted. No, nah, but he whatever. broke the record. Uh, M- nah, he's speaking of fastest. Like, <laughs> but in turn, I'm talking about like emceeing, like the art yeah. of emceeing, like actually just rhyme, oh, rapping yeah. and rhyming shit. Like he might be the greatest. No, ever. he probably like, is. Some of the shit he rhymes together and the way he pieces it together, even when he's going fast, it all makes like fucking sense it's not like he's throwing yeah, random not, shit out not. there and the only time he does that is to laugh at everybody like which is awesome i love that and and it still rhymed right like, <laughs> but like when he really wants to go no, when in he really wants to go in he goes amazing. fucking it's, in bro. it's the master oh my song. god there's some stuff and he gave us and he gave it to us at least five six times on this one album where he just absolutely just Honestly, said, went this in. this shit is amazing. Like, there's stuff that he hasn't... I feel like there's some things that he might not have ever really done until now on it, on the project. So I, I'm personally taking that as, like, a win for the fans. Like, we got some Eminem. That, oh, this is a big win. You know? Big win for rap. Big rim. Like, I feel like that energy of spitting and going at yeah. people. It's starting to come back. Okay, this summer's been crazy. We've had this type of energy <laughs> in the culture since like in a long time, like the since control like early two thousands. Maybe got the buzz in the industry, mm-hmm. the control verse a little bit. Yeah, but then nobody responded. Well, all so the lanes like... responded. I mean, or just like just non. I mean, I guess the best response was later. Now though, okay. So I guess we got to talk about like MGK. MGK you... response. That's. I didn't expect him to respond, honestly, first. I, I did not either. But when somebody's coming at you that hard, you kind of And MGK have said, to. rap god. It's like, I'm the rap devil. Fuck that. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, ooh. I'm going to say this. Uh, he I'm going to say right in. now, M's not responding. Uh, it, M's not going to respond. He is. Eminem doesn't want smoke. How much you bet? I'm telling you, I think Eminem, cool. I think this whole thing. Was just just so he could he could just prove it and be done. You said Eminem. Eminem Man, doesn't want he wants, rap smoke. Is this what you're saying, smoke. bro? How much you want to bet? See, the problem is this MGK thing. No, no, how much you want to bet? Just MGK. I or guarantee you comes with this. I guarantee it. What about Joe? What about Joe? Only MGK's only MGK's responded. Joe, yo, he'll come out with Joe again. Joe challenged bet. him on his podcast. He and he. Joe told what does that mean? You think Eminem is afraid of a rap battle, bro? He came exactly, up through that's battles. what I'm saying. Joe said that bullshit line is not enough for us to actually for me to make a record. If you really got beef with me, then say it, and we'll fucking go ahead. Otherwise, and Joe said there's no way that M could win. He was talking hella talk. So I'm. I just want to clarify this. You just told me Eminem does not want. Smoke I just don't MGK. think. Well, the That's problem is because me. Joe called him out and his outlet is bigger than MGK's, in terms of the industry, everyone's going to wonder why he doesn't respond to Joe, too. He's going to have to respond to everybody that wants to respond. And everybody that he named, 
and you don't, don't think know. he's going All to I'm do this. All I'm saying is that's a that's a lot of work for for a guy that looks like he wants to retire. M M looks Ooh. like he wants to retire. Does it, it sound, sound like, like he, wants he wants to retire? To retire? Does does this last album sound, sound like he wants to retire? retire Please. How can you say that after you just heard Kamigazi and say that, oh, he, he wants to hang him up? Because Clearly not, bro. Of the way it just sounded weird. Some of it, like when I said I felt awkward at the end, it was because some of it was like weird. <laughs> like, what was it? Stepping Stones. I was talking yeah. about his D twelve past. What happened with D twelve though? And he just kind told of. you in the song. Once proof died, the group was over. Well, Bizarre's still there. Why? Why can't Bizarre make money? He can. Nobody stopping Bizarre from making money. He said he's done with the group. After that, he doesn't want to get back with the group. He said it in the song. I don't know, man. I feel like they were trying to do something. I feel like they were still trying to keep it rocking. I just... Okay, well, I, I'm a thousand percent going to win this bet that Eminem's going to respond because uh, Porter already said he's working on a response. So, so weird. He's so making MGK so big I mean, right we now. We didn't bet anything, but a thousand percent, I'm right. If MGK was smart, he'd be ready to drop an album as soon as Eminem responds with his response on it. I mean, this is the most relevancy Ever. MGK's had since Wild since Boy, White Boy, Wild Boy. That's what it's called. <laughs> Steve O. Yeah, call me Steve O. <laughs> and Amber Rose. So oh, I, I mean, oh yeah. Obviously, he was gonna respond. He's cloud chasing, just like Six Nine tried to respond. He tried to hop in and shit. Like anywhere there's yeah, cloud to be had, Six Nine trolled that one. So, that, was, that wasn't even a response. Yeah, because he can't respond. But yeah, well, anytime obviously. there's clout around, he's Hell gonna yeah. just pop up, bro. But Six Nine, I don't know what that nigga has, but he almost feels like an industry plant. Uh, he probably is honestly. He just dropped. He just dropped an international somebody, song somebody that is going to go number one platinum. Fucking nah, it's it like might. One. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think it can. I don't think they would let him get that. That song's really good though, but it's all Spanish. It's all Spanish. It's okay. Yeah, I, I shouldn't a, say really good. I shouldn't say better really Latin good. Songs out there, it bro. was surprisingly good for six nine. That's what I meant to say. Otherwise, but anyways, segue back to M on that shit. There was one line that I was confused about. Maybe you can help me. When he was saying, "The fans are waiting for this," like that feature I did where I stole the show. Sorry that I took so long. Was he talking about Jay-Z? Or was he talking about the Nicki Minaj feature that he just did? I don't know. Because there's a lot of features he's done where he kind of stole the show. So, But I don't know. One. But he said, but he said, sorry it took so long. He stole the show he when said, he did sorry it with Drake. So long. When he did it with Drake. Yeah, but like I said, they issued the statement. We weren't talking about Drake. Okay, but I'm just saying, 
Uh, he had the feature of Drake. He had the feature of Jay. He had the feature of Wayne. And he bodied all of those features. So, like, I'm not sure, like, what you mean. I don't know. He but can, nobody he can pick one. Pick nobody one. cares that Little Wayne lost to a burst comparison. There, Everybody talks about Renegade or the most recent feature that he had that people actually had to wait for. That's the reason Nicki pushed her album back for that feature. Remember, she was like... Y'all want the well, most? Maybe I don't know. Y'all why, want the biggest artist in the game, back. the most amazing art rapper in the world on the album, or should I just put it out? And then they waited. Eminem is the biggest superstar on the album. That's a feature. So obviously, because the Wayne feature was already out as a single. That's news. That's news. I am unaware of. So well, so that's, I'm saying she said that, and that no. So part of the August pushback was because she was waiting on a sample. She was waiting on Eminem's verse. Because Lil Wayne's song was already out. So if it's not Lil Wayne, because his song's already out, it's Eminem's song. Okay, well then maybe but that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. All I'm saying is that was... But if it is Nikki, I just thought it was funny that he would shade her a little bit like that. And then, like, right after... You know, while she's having all this shit go on, I just like it was just a little weird. I just thought that was funny. That's all. Everybody catch everybody catching strays, bro. That's all it is. It's not safe. Eminem came out. He said it's it too. He was right like, now. "I spit him." She said something about M16s. So I was like, "Ooh, M." I've just never seen somebody this this many people and have people be happy about it, like compliment him for. <laughs> Like, oh my god, fun. everybody was smiling. Like, MGK popped champagne before he did his diss track response. And he's the only, I guarantee he'll be the only one to respond because most people really don't want There's that. There's no point. Why would you? But there is no point. But he is, he has to. I mean, though. MGK, he has to. if M responds to MGK, but that's what's so crazy. A thousand percent, he's gonna respond. Yeah. One thousand percent. But does he look bad if he doesn't? If one thousand percent. What does M have to gain? He looks bad if he doesn't respond. He looks bad if you if you if you go on wax saying his name, saying you're not afraid to say his name, and then you go in on him, and then he responds, and then you just don't say nothing. Like that looks bad. Yeah, but he said so many people's names. No, but they said names. But he went in on him. <laughs> yeah, difference. I feel you. He, he dedicated yeah. verses to him. For sure. And he went in. So, yeah, he would look bad if he didn't respond back. Sure. Yes, I'm looking forward percent. to that. You can't be the rap god. You can't be the rap god and, and somebody challenges you and then all of a sudden mm. you back off. Like, no. He already said that. You, people don't want to smoke with me. So you saw my, yeah. you know, my history. So, all right. So you have to, you have to back those words up. 1,000%. Well, hey, I'm I'm for all of that. I, I want to see all the smoke. <laughs> I'm gonna be watching. Oh, I'm here for all of it. This is the, the most excited I've been for hip hop since <laughs> since the early 2000s when it was just you know, even if it was just no physical beef, it was you know, it was people were getting lyrical oh, yeah. uh, lyrical strays all the time, and that's that's kind of the energy of hip hop that I, I like to see come back. But moving on from Eminem and 
Kamikaze. You guys let us know what you thought about the project and um, if you thought it was a strong bounce back for him. There was something else that happened. Album was? Hip hop. Something in hip hop. I just can't remember. Um, um, let's see. So the Eminem. During the Eminem thing? Oh, G Easy responded to MGK. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, uh, Kanye dropped a fire song. I can't remember. This is all right. So yeah, that's oh Kanye's interview. Kanye West. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I want to talk about. Kanye's interview. Kanye West. Um, basically, backtrack. Kanye's on a rebrand. <laughs> <laughs> is he out of the sunken? I, I'm not sure. Like, but before we answer that, can we just both agree that the sunken place is like one of the greatest terms? That shit is amazing. <laughs> the sunken place. Like, for real though. Like, you ain't woke. You in the sunken place. <clears throat> is he out of the sunken place? Like, he's away from the Kardashian machine and he's kind of, you know, clear-minded now? Or I don't know. I watched here? the interview. Honestly, I don't think. Is this genuine? I don't know genuine? if uh, I don't know if it's about being away from the Kardashian clan more than it is them forcing him back to reality. Because Chris Jenner started talking to the press saying Kanye was ruining Kim's brand, so she wanted Kanye to clean up and stop saying random crazy shit as well. So the Kardashian okay, clan. Then you don't marry Kanye. If you don't want that. Honestly, what so. was crazy, Kanye apologized for everything, like, but reiterated everything. it. It was so, like, he wanted to make sure, he's like, I don't think I addressed it. Like, I don't, I'm not sure if I properly apologized, so I just want to make sure. And, like, he stopped, and I was like, damn, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, you should have been did that. Like, what do you, what do you... So... Is he out of his stream of consciousness phase? Is this, well, I is this think, what it is? I just think. Or what do you call it? Free, free I don't thought? Know. He was what like was free thought, free. I don't know what that was. Something. The dragon. Is he out of that phase? Because this I was think very he's out much of the more thoughtful and like phase. measured Kanye. <laughs> That's what I think. I think he got caught in the dragon. He's off, he's he off the. Describing him and Trump having. He, he's back on the meds. He's off the or meds. He's off the Apparently, meds. One or the other. Off. <laughs> Off, off the meds or back on the meds. So he said he was on, he was highly medicated during all of this. Since then. So I've been mean, off it since then, basically. So people that don't know, basically he backtracked on the whole, he apologized specifically. First the MAGA hat, wearing the, the slavery uh, was a choice. Make America Great Again red hat, because that happened first. And then second, the well, yeah, I mean, it was kind of in conjunction. He said him wearing the MAGA hat and then slave, saying, like, this yeah. slavery was a choice. Yeah, looked crazy. Was like, the one-two effect um, of that. He admitted it. And just, like... Yeah. He took ownership for it and was like, I didn't realize that, like, I was hurting people. Like, I didn't, you know, like, I was... He was saying... He kind of said that that was a selfish moment where he was just saying... Or doing things because 
he didn't like he wasn't scared to get a reaction out of out of us like or or just like it was just weird like he was like i mean didn't i already say like he was doing this all yeah, out of selfishness basically just selfishness so like yeah. it wasn't so surprising I was like me. oh okay um it seemed he very genuine. It though, which was surprising. i'll be honest in the interview though he did seem uncomfortable because they were kind of going at him you know it was a little bit like oh question from over here question you know and he was just sitting there i was like i know he don't like to do this shit so i mean i'll give him props though he'll sit in the fire and, yeah like, no nah, he didn't just, lose his cool no that was the promise I've, um, I've seen him you know knowing that he had to like man up and answer the real shit nah the charlamagne interview yeah, but that wasn't that wasn't real. That was that was basically that was like stage production. That was like that wasn't a real interview. Are you saying Charlemagne doesn't give real interviews? I'm saying Charlemagne did his best, but Kanye Charlemagne Kanye get at didn't want to answer the questions. Yeah, he's saying you give Kanye out fake didn't interviews. Answer the bro. questions. <laughs> they asked him the same questions. He didn't answer them for for Charlemagne, but he answered them. In this interview, so that's what uh, that's what the biggest difference for me. That's what I'm saying. One interview got got the got the info out. What's up, Charlamagne? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but nah, Kanye said at that I mean, time, look. even with the Charlemagne stuff, like he did that. That was out of selfishness and comfortability. He said he it was way more comfortable for him to have Charlemagne, you know, uh, and and just like come out there than it would be to like. You know, go out and and do the press running. Like, I mean, yeah. That, again, what we we've been saying the whole time, he that all this happened from him being in a fucking bubble yeah. the entire time and like not knowing what's really going on and not having people to like push against. Yeah, all a shit girl that cried. So yeah, I mean, none of this was a surprise to me. What was a surprise to me is that he actually backtracked. I didn't think he was going to backtrack. I thought he was going to keep writing this, this whole energy. Well, if he energy would that. have Kanye's, but, nobody would like like, for example, he just put out a song. I wouldn't have even listened to it if I didn't see that interview. I wouldn't have even clicked on it. If I didn't watch that interview, it had Justin Bieber on it. And I was, I was like, man... I'm gonna say that you were in the minority. I wasn't gonna that, click on it. For me, I was gonna let. I was gonna wait for it to come to me. <laughs> basically, I didn't have to click on it because if it's good, I'll hear about it, right? So like, I was like, ah. But I was like, I had just seen that interview, and I was like, oh yay, this is probably real good. So it just feels so better this, to like yay. So does this, so does this wash away all his sins? Basically, it doesn't wash it away, but it gives you a better perspective of him struggling with well he had an addiction to those medications so it's like it's this weird. is I don't understand this is just this is just Kanye being Kanye this is the normal course for Kanye he does something outrageous yeah. and people get upset at the same time and then a few months later he comes yeah, back and he backtracks time, some would say this is strategic marketing he, I'm pretty sure he's got Yeezys coming out so. I, I don't I'm pretty sure this is just him this is genuinely yeah. how he is. What I am looking honest. forward to is, is him owning up to what he promised in the interview about um, all the developments. About running for president? Cause he no, did say not he so much that. about Still. that, but working <laughs> with 
the communities in Chicago and bringing things there that he has basically neglected for most of his career, it seems. But he did say, they asked, somebody asked if um, Kanye thought that uh, wearing the MAGA hat helped Kim Kardashian get that one woman out of prison, and, and he said, yeah. So, I think if he was out there saying "fuck Trump," I don't think Trump would have definitely even listened to her. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. There, there might be a method to the madness. He might be playing a bigger game, but and this could all but, just be for man, you. For better jokes. stop, but <laughs> hey, bro, I'm just saying this all. That, this bro. could he all. Just, this could that. all be he a did, game. He like, was not thinking. Uh, he was not thinking about that shit at all. The meltdown, the slavery part. was a choice. That could have all been Get a game. Get out of here, bro. A script. So from the apology, I mean from that apology, he went to a whole nother apology. I don't know if you saw this one. He basically completely apologized to Drake for everything. Oh, that was weird. It was weird. This is the weirdest beef I've ever seen in my life. Well, I have to say that's um, the weirdest Kanye energy I've ever seen. I've never seen Kanye feel like like project that type of physical energy while talking. He said, I'm coming to your show. He looked uh, uncomfortable I sad. I shouldn't have. He, he basically spilled all the, all the beans. Like, That's a I guy that got apologize. pressed. He got pressed. Kanye got pressed real hard. When's Kanye? He's just been talking about confidence. I don't think so. What do you mean you don't think so? He's He got pressed. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think so. I don't think so. Drake's mad at Kanye. And That's Kanye... Cool. But some of the stuff Kanye said, it sounds like Kanye's pretending it's about something else. Like, he said it was about a beat. He said they started getting mad yeah, over a I beat. I mean, Kanye said he never told anything about Pusha T about his son. He's, they, I mean, they said it was... He said for the song. Girl he didn't give him the information for the song. But that doesn't mean they didn't talk about it. He that. said he did not give him the information. Um, I just think it's weird. It's weird beef. And then you got Drake coming out talking about in a song like, don't wear 305s around me or some shit like that. 350s, yeah. Don't wear the 350s. 350s. Snippets. It's just like. Checks over It's a weird. It's, just, it's like the weirdest relationship between these two. Yeah. He's like. And then all of this. All of the everything. Just a little freestyle he did. The London freestyle he did. Right after the album. All of the A side about. They're going to squash all this? Uh, that's up to Drake. <laughs> I'm asking you, do you think they're gonna squash it? Up? Um, honestly, yeah, they have to. With Pusha, they're both young. I don't know. Pusha doesn't have to matter, really. He's not. A, he's not at their level. Pusha T was a circ. He honestly, Pusha T. The only reason Pusha T was dragged in was because it was his song. It could have been any artist on good music that said something about Quinn Miller during the rollout that Kanye produced. It didn't matter Kim who it was. The artist would have pushed his pen at, been at Drake for a minute, though. Yeah, exactly. But the whole response in the Duppy Freestyle, remember? Like, half of it or more was about Kanye instead of Pusha. Oh, no. He hasn't directed any of that energy towards Pusha. It's all been to Kanye. Yeah, he's never once. Like, he keeps calling Pusha T a good guy. Like, he keeps calling Pusha T a good guy. Like, oh, no, nah, he's a good guy. Like, <laughs> so the thing is. It's weird. This whole situation is weird. For real. It's 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 mad weird. But 
I'm glad that he apologized. Honestly, that's at least something. Um, it seemed genuine because of the reiteration, because it was an interview where they were asking other questions, and then he he seemed like he thought and actually was like, I don't feel like I actually apologize all the way correctly. Like, you know, like he wanted to... And then the girl, the, the girl cried, like... I was shocked. I was like, I don't know how Kanye is sitting there. Like, but he had to. That was a test for Kanye. It was like, what do you do right now? Because she was crying, like, about him to him. And then he ended up hugging it out and saying, thank you for the emotion. Because, like we said earlier, like, he's in a bubble. So he, he said, thank you for letting me experience, you know, like, this real life than in in how like i affect people because like you know i in that bubble sometimes you know you just get caught up in all the business lingo like oh you didn't you didn't stream that much or like you know so you think your voice well, you is get away from the real people yeah sure. he was thinking streams were like the analytics for his voice impact <laughs> or something like he was like looking at know, analytics, just... thinking that like, oh yeah, my voice ain't as big as Drake. That's where all that random shit I probably feel like came from was just looking at analytics and like not being anywhere. I mean, I'm sure this is not the end of the Kanye uh, journey, 2018. I'm sure there will be another twist very soon. So, I mean, for now, I'm going to take it at face value and say that he's seemed genuine about it. Seemingly genuine. And maybe people will forgive him, start to forgive him. I'm sure they will. Uh, People have a real short memory. I was never that, like, up in arms about it because everything I said he was doing was basically the reason he said in his apology. You know, so <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like surprised about it. I was like, yeah, he owned yeah, up to everything like, and like basically. Yeah, so I was like, oh right. my god, like yeah. this, this, and this, like not like he's clearly in a bubble. He's clearly not surrounded by like real people in the real world. Then mm. he's clearly going through some shit where he's just thinking only about himself. So you give Kanye a platform and. He's gonna do what Kanye does, so I wasn't really that up in arms about it. But yeah. I mean, you guys let me know, let us know what you thought about Kanye's apology to not only everybody for the slavery and MAGA stuff and all the other stuff, mm-hmm. um, but also for to Drake and you know if this <laughs> is genuine. And I mean, if you weren't, if you basically said you're not fucking with Kanye anymore, does this change your opinion now? I mean, let us know. Let us know in the comments. It was his apology enough. <laughs> but um, before we leave, get out of here. Mm-hmm. There are a couple projects that I did want to touch on that have come out recently. Um, we're going to start with Ariana Grande's Sweetener. Oh, yeah. Sweetener. Ariana's hot right now. She's she is probably leading pop star of the year. Of the year, out of every all the pop stars, she's the lead pop star. Um. Well, 
I'm trying to say good. Who, well, came out this year. I don't think that many big. God is a woman. Pop. God is a woman is the one that basically. So God is a woman was the song that basically sold me on her as like a legitimate artist and not just like a celebrity who can sing. And yeah, until that song, this whole rollout, I didn't care about any of it. Like I thought it was good. Minaj. I thought it was good. No, I thought the rollout was cool. I thought that honestly, I was surprised. It felt like Ariana was kind of like picking up some of like. Nikki slack and helping her out a little bit. Like I felt like Ariana was giving Nikki more than Nikki was giving Ariana, but maybe not. Honestly, the Ariana Grande album is a pretty decent album. It's a good. Actually, it's better than decent, bro. It's better than decent. It's a really good album. It's just you know some of the pop vibes. I gotta be in the right mood. But if I'm if I'm in that mood, it's honestly it's are, not that poppy. So I'm not sure if you really really listen to it because yes, it's a pop album, but there's a ton of influence from like funk and soul and rap in here, and half the album yeah. is produced by Pharrell. So it's really not that poppy. Honestly, it's it was surprisingly lacking in like big pop singles and bangers. It was more of a complete project than I ever expected from her. I guess that's what it was. I think I was confused. I think I expected, just like with Nikki, that I was going to be bad. And it's just way better than I thought. And I just... But I didn't go... It's a project that I haven't revisited I don't think you've really given it a real listen because it's not that poppy, like, at all. Honestly, it's full of soul and funk and, like, just surprising different elements well, to Well, I mean, it, like, everything I've seen from her is like that. I I remember... Damn, what's that one song? Oh, it's not on this playlist. That's why. Well, I don't have the track list on here, but Ariana is killing it. I don't have anything bad to say. I definitely think she's in one of the album of the year runnings. Give it another listen. I'm telling you. Um, I have to give it another listen. Everything was cool from her, but like, God is a Woman was the moment where I feel like she took that next step. Like, she always was like, had good music and successful music, but it was never like anything that I think garnered her real, like, real respect in terms of. That's her, like. A musicianship and stuff like that. But I think this is the one that's going to like really give her that type of industry respect and just like For shows how like creative and she actually is. And like it just, she just felt like just, she found like her well, musical identity. She doesn't identity. feel like one of the young stars anymore. Like, no, she definitely like, matured. I feel like with this project, she's like one of the like, you know. Like, it feels like mid-career. Like, I'm in this shit. Oh, she definitely found her musical identity. And, like, this is, like, way more matured type of music and songs and stuff than I expected from her. Yeah. And I think, like, this is what she's been trying to get to, like, all along. And I really feel like she, like, really nailed it on this one. And I was pleasantly surprised. Like, God is a Woman is one of the best singles pop singles pop songs whatever you want to call it i like that song and the video of course is the video was tight it was actually really good i like that video made by day three who also made humble Mm. and the whole tds camp stuff so no what i thought was weird though because i'm just one of those people 
how Mac Miller's last album was Divine Feminine, and then after they break up, her her big song that I like is God is a Woman. I was just like, Mac Miller's whole project was about women being like divine and like god well i i mean i honestly can see that because i honestly think that she probably he probably rubbed off on her musically from like being around that whole process of him creating that because a lot of tape of sound that he has on there you can kind of hear it like in this right yeah that's interesting Hmm. like it really comes through like it's not like i said it's not there's not bangers on there. Like, there's no, like, giant pop numbers that you would expect from a pop star. Like, yeah. she's not reaching for anything. Like, she seems, like, really, like, nothing's forced. Like, that's the best way I can describe it. Like, nothing here feels forced. Feels right. genuine. She's killing it. She is. I'll give her that. She definitely is. Um, I'm going to have to put it back in my rotation. I don't know if you've heard Boz's new album, Milky Way. I got through it, but I need to go back to it. So, it's a very solid project. Um, I'm not sure it's better than his last project, which I like like a lot. Um, yeah, there's definitely more attention on this project. I feel like it was aimed to be bigger than his last project, but I'm not sure that it necessarily yeah. accomplished that. I liked his last project a lot. Like I remember listening to him and being like, "Oh, this guy's gonna be nice when he comes out with this." Yeah. Album. Yeah. And his album was good, from what I remember. I, think, I just don't remember anything standing out. No, there. I mean that's what I'm saying. I think some of some of it was better, and but then some wasn't better. I think he took some steps, but I don't think they were like large enough steps for him to like really break through, you know, like the rap consciousness mm-hmm. as somebody like seriously you need to watch out for, like must listen to type artist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just really solid music once again, but I don't think he's really taken that giant next step. Right. Which is what I was hoping yeah. to hear on this one. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he may be... I don't know. Off my first listen, it felt like a core fan tape. Like, oh, his core fans are going like, to love it. It's Like, it didn't definitely... feel like there was much built after the last project in terms of sound. It, it felt like they were trying to make something... That sounded, let's make something that sounds as good as the last joint. You know, like, I I need, you know, vibes. Like, I want it to flow. I need to have, like, storyline. But I want it to keep it chill. I don't know. It's definitely a chill vibe. And it's a good listen. It's just, like I said, it's just not that giant step forward. Which is what I was kind of hoping to see from him, like, mature. I feel like that happened with both him and Kaz. Because I believe, I think he dropped his album. Affected was this uh, year, yeah. And I feel like the same thing happened with his project, which I which I listened to and did have some some good lyricism. Um, but once again, it was it didn't like have anything to make it resonate. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of <clears throat> Dreamville's. Like giving a Z label right now, like it's kind of it's kind of Dreamville's like label right now. Uh, they gotta shake that because 
I think they're really good artists, but I just don't think they've made enough of an impression. Whereas, I feel like there's some pressure on Jid, because J.I.D., he's coming well, soon. Well, yeah, we're still waiting on that project, obviously, before we say everybody. But in terms of, like, label-wise, like, people would love to compare it to, like, TDE. But, no, TDE found that perfect balance between having yeah, that core fired. music and core following, but then still really breaking through, like, little schoolboy kid well, and Kendrick. I, yeah. That's true, because even though, like, Absol maybe isn't fully accepted, he's still higher than those Than Boz and like, Kaz, and yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, easily higher. Like, and then... Uh, so that's what's... And then at least, I mean, you still got J-Rock, who just broke through again with his last one. Then you had Schoolboy Q, yeah. who definitely is a legitimate yeah, star from Q, that label. I mean, both of his albums were stupid. Like, they were just so good. And they well, the first were one was hugely crazy. commercially successful, too. So, it's like, they have that yeah. more than just, you know, their marquee guy, J. Cole. So, like, right? They, I don't think they've necessarily perfected that formula. Because I don't think J. Cole has perfected that formula. Like, he kind of got close to that with KLD. Well, J. Cole just, like, he just does what J. Cole does. his own brand now. But, the dread yeah, but, and the lazy. but I don't, that's not going to work for everybody. That works for J. Cole. That doesn't right. work for everybody. Well, so one of them. J. Cole is like an anomaly, bro. Like Hell that yeah, shit shouldn't work, especially in this day and age. But it does. Right. It does. So you can't apply it to his artist because that shit's not gonna work for anybody but J. Cole, honestly. Right. If they try to go the J. Cole route, it's not gonna work. They're gonna get stuck. It's like you know, good artists, but not great ones that people feel like they need to tell their friends about and go check out, like, listen to, wait for, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm sure. They'll be, like, core hip-hop, yeah, but they'll be stuck just core hip-hop. Yeah. I mean, Boz, he's talented. He's got the sure. potential, especially in the last project. I was like, yo. When I was listening I need to, to see even this project, one. I remember thinking just the way he would spit a few bars every now and then, I'd be like, oh, that was fresh, like, I feel like if he gets into a pocket, like where he figures something out, I think he can Definitely really has a give us some dub shit. Um, and last one I guess I want to talk about is I don't know if you heard this other pop album called Bloom from Troy C. Bond. No. He is, I guess, his second project. He's like a pop star from Pop Star. He's been in movies and all, a bunch of stuff, but from hmm. Australia. Um, Another one that was surprisingly sophisticated for such a young, like, artist. Um, yeah. He's got Aria Grande on this one, too. She featured on this one. Oh, for real? And again, like, it's a it's pop, but then it blends, like, soul and little funk and, well, not so much funk, mm. but, like, soul and, like, some nostalgic elements from, like, 70s type of music and like he go he got some dance records and he's got a bunch of ballads on there and like it's just surprisingly yeah. mature and sophisticated for hmm. somebody's like second project and it's yeah. one that I think you should definitely listen to people should definitely listen to um what's the project again? Bloom Bloom okay 
And I definitely think like he will most likely be a future pop star. Star in mm. pop music for sure. Like yeah. this is another really solid album. Then I think I gave like a four point or four out of five, I think. Mm. So definitely check that mm-hmm. one out. Um if you have not already. Some really good pop albums, records that have come out between him and Ariana Grande. Dope. But Yeah. Yeah. So before we close things out though, let's talk about upcoming releases. Uh traveling tomorrow. Or yeah, the well the seventh. Um let's see what's I guess Paul McCartney's got a project coming out called Egypt Station. Really? I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think. I was like, have I heard anything about this? I don't know. Nope. I had Egypt no Station. idea. Um, Paul Simon has also come out with a project called In the Blue Light. Okay. Marabu State, um, which is like a electro indie pop kind of outfit. Kingdoms in Color. Lenny Kravitz. Oh, Ray's what? Vibration. I've never been that big of a Lenny Kravitz fan, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, neither have I. I was just... The image, I just always knew the image of Lenny Kravitz more than any... Yeah. I, I mean, there's like, like the one or two hits he had, but other than that... I definitely feel like he's like you. He's definitely more of the image... Mm-hmm. Than necessarily the music with me. Yeah. Um, let me see what else is going on. I believe that's it of a real note for this week, dropping the seventh. Um, so, yeah, next week, dropping. The 14th is David Guetta, mm. 7. Does he have singles out that I haven't heard? I feel like... I don't know if he has singles. I feel like he's on a feature or two that's out. I don't know if he has a single. I've, I know I've seen his name. I'm trying to think of what he was featured on. But. I mean, he's always featured on stuff. That's a given. He's been popping. I know he's on a bunch of shit. I just don't know if I've heard a single. I'm pretty sure I haven't. Um, but yeah, they've got <laughs> seven. Good Charlotte, I guess, has an album coming out. Mm. When's the last time you heard a Good Charlotte song? That's so funny. Shit, I don't even know. That's weird, though. I wonder what their music would sound like now. Are they going to keep it? Like, how do you even evolve that? You don't. You just keep trying to eat off your core of nostalgic fans. <laughs> yeah, like, you can't do anything. I don't know. We'll see what it is. <laughs> yeah, you can listen to it. I won't. Oh. <laughs> Apex <laughs> Twin, another indie, like, electro artist. 
called Collapse EP, uh, Carrie Underwood, Cry Pretty. If you are into country Carrie. pop. I might actually listen to the Carrie Underwood oh. just to see what it's about. <laughs> I just want, I'm interested in what, because I know she's like the most popular. Yeah, like she was she one like of the uh, TV show people, or right? Whatever. That's why she's like kind of. I don't know. I remember. Well, I remember she won one of those like idol yeah, shows, or whatever it was, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe. So I'm just interested in because she's just she's kind of as popular as Kelly Clarkson. So, well, maybe not as popular, but she's like yeah, country for sure. Yeah, that whole crowd. Kelly Clarkson's more international star. But yeah, um, that's it for new upcoming albums and projects. If we missed any, you can let us know in the comments below wherever that this goes up. But again, thank you for checking in, listening to this week's Music File Podcast. Um, if you have any questions, comments, topic suggestions about this show, past show, or any future shows, you can do. You can leave a comment down below wherever this goes up on YouTube, SoundCloud, our website, wherever, uh, Facebook, or you can email us directly at podcast at livelifefitness.co or go to livelifefitness.co slash podcast and fill out the form there. And who knows, you may get a shout out in one of our upcoming shows. Um, been a crazy past couple weeks for hip hop, and yeah. A lot of people and their feelings. So let us know what you thought about that. Let the fuckery begin. Yeah. I expect more fuckery, fuckery before the week is over. So yeah, definitely stay tuned for that. And let us know what you guys thought about everything that we discussed um, so far. Today's date, once again, was September 6, 2018. And we will be back shortly with another podcast for you guys. So definitely subscribe um, wherever this goes up. And yep. like and share, it helps us out immensely. But once again, thank you. And do what, Doris? Keep living life fearless, y'all. You know? Yep. Peace. Peace. Music files. <laughs> <laughs>